Our next guest, oh, we're excited about this. He's garnering huge buzz for his debut album, Channel Orange, which is available at iTunes right now and in stores on July 17th. We're honored tonight to have his first ever TV performance with the song Bad Religion. With a little help from the roots, please welcome Frank Ocean. Blang, blang, blang. Ow, ow, ow. And once again, this is the Thanks for the Convo podcast. And this is not the host with the mostest or the hostess with the mostest, but the fucking legit sidekick in the place to be while my, my sidekick and host does the theatrics that y'all can't see. This is Jahi. And we are back. And that is. Oh, my turn. It's your turn, Billy. I mean, Bob. I mean, Sean. Mike is on. <laughs> Donald, a.k.a. Baby Leo, a.k.a. Role Model, a.k.a. <laughs> I have a half a bottle of water left, mm. a.k.a. We're, we're back. Pulling. Or I keep saying we're back, we're but back. it's because we're literally leaving a place to come to another place. <laughs> Where there's nobody even Except for us Even better than the first time I feel like that's the lyrics It's a chance song Even better than the first time Baby Ooh 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 And I'm back Na 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 The, the acid rap version of Chance the Rapper <laughs> A while ago A while ago Shouts to Hunter He put me on the Chance the Rapper He's like listen to 10 Day bro I'm like I had the same experience Yeah I was like I'm not listening to 10 Day Like this acid rap shit is hard Not shit I think I did go back And listen to I 10 didn't. Day I did me too Cause they're funny. They released Ten Day, not recently, but like not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I think I had Ten Day. Like I, like I was a person that told people to listen to Ten Day, but I was a person that told people to listen to uh, K Cuddy. So fuck y'all, K Cuddy, as I was calling them back then. So you called them that too? Yeah, I'm I like I didn't, but a friend of ours. Yeah, keep them nameless for now. <laughs> oh, you like Kid Cuddy? I was like, wait, who? Wait, wait, who? You mean Scott Meskini? Like, whoa there, boy. Scott Mescuddy, boy, they be doubting me. But Scott Mescuddy, yes, from Shaker Heights. Shouts to Shia LaBeouf. Got crazy tattoo for a movie. I thought it was fake. It's real. Yeah, that's the thing. I saw it. It's it's funny. The the description said, and yes, those are real. I thought it was just like, oh, he just got fake ink. Nah, cause I thought because I thought it's not just for the movie. Those are actually, that's a real tattoo for him. Like it's for the movie, but he what got movie it. What is this? It's I can't remember. It's some ah. I forget the name, but it's about to come out, I think. But the t- it's not just a tattoo for that character. Like, the tattoo is it's based off of his life. So he must relate to this character a lot and the yeah. story a lot for him. Because he's not getting like a small piece. He's got a whole chest, yeah. a whole torso. Yeah. It is, cause upper it, torso. I think it's like something like the Madonna. Like It's like it's holding a clown. And then we already know how he how he feels about himself and like his dad. And especially with Flower... Honey well, boy, honey boy, if not you've seen flower it boy. <laughs> honey boy, there's the whole like clown the idea of like a clown mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, like it, it's for the movie, but it's the tattoo is it's for him. Everything in it is rooted is from is, it's his idea. It's not he's got some dumb shit chatted on his chest. It's a big ass piece. It is big ass burner. And it's not even filled in, right? I yeah. just it's outlined. Oh, like color? Yeah, it's like black. Yeah. It's just black and white or like grays. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's a lot. As long as he's doing well, I'm I'm okay. As long as it didn't hurt. <laughs> as long as it didn't hurt, I'm I'm doing. I'm fe- I feel great for you, Shia. K 
keep making those good movies. If you want to come back and revive uh, um, Transformers, I thought you were gonna say Holes. Everybody loves Holes. I like yeah. Holes, but like everybody, like I knew Shia from Holes. <laughs> I'm like, even Stevens, bro. Like, what are y'all talking about? Everybody loves Holes, and then the black kid from Holes, the light skin with the hair. He, what actor was that? He, he was like the second, like the main, like the little. little it's been a while since I've watched it. I don't know his name, but you know, he's like the other lead along with him. Okay. I forget his name, but I know a lot of people like that character. But. But so today, I don't know if you want me to bring it up because this is. No, we're going to go full, like, um, opening the band aid. So, we're gonna just full. Uh, um, months ago. We were here in the same place, and we tried to record an episode about the topic that full we're going to get star. into today. Hmm? Full sh- we're going to go full shooting star press into this. Beep. Except not break our neck. Hey, man, sometimes you need to break your neck. <laughs> sometimes, you need to- <laughs> sometimes you need to break things to uh, I see what you did. <laughs> so we we tried to record an episode only to find out that the metronome was on. Yeah, we're 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 silly. We're, we're naive and dumb. We know how to use um expensive equipment. What do you want to do? We're just kids. That's why we were told like be careful. Be careful. We didn't know we were doing with the stuff, man. So, but now we're so after all um hours in like a fifty minute train ride home and listening to that whole episode just and it's not me going. It's not you going crazy. No, it's the, the metronome <laughs> is on. And thinking, yeah, you know, after after about like thirty minutes, you don't hear it anymore. Yeah, but but it still is there. You but don't hear it anymore. It's still it's playing. Still so you know, we're gonna try again. Dust yourself off and try again. Which actually is perfect timing because drum roll. Yesterday was the eight-year anniversary of Frank Ocean's channel, not Chanel, because <laughs> I've heard some people say Chanel. Channel Orange. I don't rock Chanel. I rock Channel. Mm. <laughs> oh oh oh! There's a cheetah on the loose. <laughs> but yeah, like that. I guess you can say that was his. If, if I believe the word in phrase, his seminal body of work, piece of work. That's what saying that it's the second album. No, like that's like his like. Maybe yeah. Let's look it up because I like to be like in, when in, when we're talking about being vulnerable. I don't care. Like I'm not. I really don't know what that definition of that word means. That I'm willing to lay my mystique on the line that I don't know everything because I don't know everything. And S E M I N A L. Ugh. S E M I N A L. Yeah. Seminal of Ugh. a work, event, moment, or figure strongly influencing later developments. His hmm. seminal work on chaos theory. That's funny that that word is in. That's what's in that. Is that from Urban Dictionary? <laughs> no, I'm making this face because the second definition semen. is relating to or denotating semen. See, seminal, silly man's, silly man's, man's story wouldn't be nasty. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about something that impacted the later, right? Can you, is that safe to say for that album? Depend, I depends. think so. And if especially, I mean, there's only two albums we can discuss here with him. We already know, you already know how I feel about the second one. But we're gonna talk about, before we get to that, mm-hmm. we're gonna stay on channel. We're gonna stay parentheses national. <laughs> we're gonna stay on this bat channel. Yes. So, do you remember the first time you heard it? I don't. Like the actual album? Yeah. Probably the night it released. Like I remember. I think I remember hearing like sort of like how Kanye like does his shit like did at least Dark Twisted Fantasy. No pun. 
Um, I remember hearing Pyramids and like, yo, what the fuck is this? But not hearing like the full version of Pyramids. Like then I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? So Pyramids, because then he had what you call it. Because the, the the first rollout was what was um thinking about you. Yeah, that was the first single. And that's actually not even like that's a cover, I believe, of a song. By who? I can't remember. But thinking of thinking about thinking about thinking about you is yeah. a cover. I guess the person who originally sang it they didn't really. <laughs> It didn't pop off the way his did. Thinking of, thinking about you, and then was something else. Because what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't curse. Sorry, anymore. Athena. Sorry, Athena. I got you. We got you. I, lo- I love the, the feedback. He actually said, what the beep? Exactly. There we go. What the fudge? Um, Sickle. Sickle. <laughs> yeah, but um, do you remember? Cause thinking about you has been out. Well, I don't know why I keep fudging up that song. Thinking about you, um, did the SNL performance come after the the release of the album or before? Because he performed that in White, correct? He did Pyramids and Thinking doom, About You, doom. and then he transitioned with just John Mayer just like serenading us with his his fingers and electric strings. SNL performance. So the album came out July tenth, two thousand and twelve. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's take a looky here. My my story lasted a whole year. It took a year for it to come back around. Mine is like funny. I we spoke to you about off air about this. You got it? The date? What Saturday it was? Yeah, like I remember we went to camp. Me and my boy went to camp as counselors, and then one of the other counselors who's younger than us. Sorry, I'm gonna chime in here. It happened. I'm basing this off of this article, which is dated September 17, 2012. So I think it was September. And at least in July. So that, mm-hmm. within that, by the end of that summer, he was already on SNL. So yeah, so it was after the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he did Pyramids. Technically, he did three songs. He did Pyramids, White, and Thinking About You. And then he had the whole fucking arcade set up. Yeah. And let, that's when John was... I can't do it I don't justice. know what the equivalent is because Tickling the Ivory is playing the piano, but tickling he's like... The ivory. And it's not the bass. It's not slap at the bass, no, man. But he's just making great music. So... I, I, I compare it to crooning. It's like, it's like Frank would croon on a song and that's multiple Franks, like Sinatra and Ocean. They, like he's just crooning the on the instrument version of yeah, crooning. Yeah, like he's just singing out there with his fingers. But yeah, we went to camp and this kid, one of the counselors... <laughs> Like the whole summer, like once he found out we liked Frank Ocean, like he did nonstop played. It's either Sweet Life or Super Rich Kids. And then from that moment on in time, I hated that song, whichever one it was. So it hasn't taken me till recently, or maybe a couple years after that, because that was in 2013. So a whole year had passed. A whole, yeah, a whole cycle around the, the sun passed. And. The summer of 2013, I just hated. I can't. I wish I can remember. It had to be Sweet Life. Like I was like, I do not want to hear these lyrics ever again. Hated it. Hated it. Cause it, it, from what it appeared to us, like he wanted. Like once he figured it out or found out that he just wanted. Cause we were the only, like there was a lot of black kids on the camp. Mm-hmm. As camp like counselor wise and kids wise, camper wise. It was a black dude, younger than us. So he's like, "Oh, they like Frank. I gotta, like, I gotta let them know I like Frank." So every morning, <laughs> every morning or whatever, after breakfast or whatever, something like that. Every lunch, every dinner in the evening, 
That's all we was hearing. We go into his bunk. He's playing Frank Ocean. I'm like, are you really ruining this for me, man? I fuck with Frank. But like, damn, I don't need to hear it. 20 fucking four hours of the day. <laughs> it's nonstop rotation. Here's a mind question. you, Jesus dropped that summer while yeah. we were there. So here's a question. If he had played Lonnie Barreau collection. I hate that shit. He would have made, he would have gotten in. I didn't even think I liked it that much. The only fuck song I fuck with on the Lonnie Bro collection. Acura Integra. Acura Integra. That's it. And then funny, one of my friends who also is a big Frank Ocean fan, I saw he tweeted out. He's like, I forgot. Maybe you, I don't know if you, once I say it, maybe you'll know. Because I forgot too. He was like, oh my God, I forgot Blue Whale even existed. He's like, I cried. Blue Whale. Yeah, it's a song. It's on there? I don't no. think it's on there, but it's like it's some unreleased, like, Frank song Tumblr release Something like that I don't know if you want me to play it You just cut it out of here Yeah But let's see Cause I was like It's like he's like talking and rapping over the track It's mm -hmm. like barely a song If you really if, When you listen to it So but yeah he was. I was like wow I forgot about Blue Ocean Like the same way I forgot about Kanye He's like white dress Like Oh yeah The RZA shit It's just me and you girl Whoa But then Where are we Let's go I think I have it Here we go Or maybe you never heard this. No, I don't think I have. Wow. I don't even know what this was supposed to be or where it was supposed to land. But Blue Whale? Blue Whale. So what's funny about Lonnie Barreau, a co-worker at the time told me about it. And it just became one of those albums that I just exaggerated the amount of tracks every time. Uh -huh. Oh, you, you listen to all 72? You listen to all 86? Listen to all 200 Like the Goldberg streak Yeah <laughs> It feels like that Like I, th I think it's on this phone I gotta get it out of here Cause I like There's only one song and I Out of the 86 And uh, 112 Without looking at anything I doubt any song Breaks three minutes Right Or yeah, three and a half minutes Yeah cause that shit Those were just his demos And yeah. like Working on like Building a song And how to like I'm like yo This is just him It's him practicing 3% and it's crazy because well, I don't know probably none of it. Maybe yo, I think there's another one I like on there. Like, I think it's like birthday, birthday song or something like that. Maybe, but a lot of them are like fragmented versions of nothing that they never even amounted to anything. Akron Tech is the best song on there, and that never really became anything. It's probably the closest to a finished song, right? Yeah, the closest thing to a finished song is not even a finished song. Like Akron Tiger is not that. Yeah, no, is it? No. Akron Tiger's not Voodoo because it's Voodoo was sort of like that. Voodoo got really got like leaked out there or like it hit the it hit the internet waves. Oh yeah, it's its own song. Yeah, like yo, dog of times. And then we get Channel Orange and we hear that we hear that shit at the end of the album as end. Yeah, it's Voodoo, but on the song on the album is end. end. But yo, that, no, every if you're a Frank Ocean fan, like yo, that's Voodoo. Voodoo. And I think it's Clayton. Shout out to Clay, former guest on this show. Wants to be another. Wants to be a two time guest. Two time. We're working on it. Two Pump Jones out here. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, yo, I wish Voodoo was longer. So do I. And like once like a CDQ, I'm like, yo, bro, it's on the album. I'm like, nah, I want to hear, I don't want to hear Shorty get out the car. And it's, oh, technically it's being played through a radio. Yeah, it sounds like it's underwater. Which I love. Well, because it's raining. Yeah, that's sort of like that whole, I don't know if you caught that, like when, when The Weeknd dropped the My Dear Melancholy and like one of his songs, they were like, this is what the songs sound like when you outside of the club and like all you hear is like the bass and like just like that's what that's what voodoo sounded like you are you in the outside of the car and it's raining you but you can still hear like a faint 
Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Which sound like I love that type of like I guess shout out to Sean. Theme music of this show. Intro. Hmm. Like that whole like lo fi, like trill trip hop, right? Trip hop, trillmatic something. I feel hopefully I'm I'm quoting it right, Sean. It sounds like you're in his head because yeah. it, it starts swaying a bit and then like the reverb. And then what does she say? The line that I like. She goes, um, I wish you could see what I could see. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've heard that several times in our conversations with one another off air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy laughed. <laughs> but yeah, let's see. Lonnie Barrow, 2011. Acura Integra was the first song. After that, I don't have to listen to this album no more. All you need is the album album art cover and then uh, the track one. This is weird. This is the funny part. It says there's 73 things songs on here, but then at the end, it says 67 songs. Why did it give you 73 options? Just, just in case. Just in case? You don't make it home on time? Like, who knew? Who knew? Ah, yo, this is my guy right here, man. Shout out to Frank, man. Congratulations on... Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm... Congratulations. congratulations yo, congratulations like just living still. Be having to put out a body of work that was and is Channel Orange. I don't know. Just like, I don't know, man. This guy... It's a special album. It's a special album. The album was supposed to release a week later. Yeah, but... But to prevent leaks, he secretly dropped it. So I remember, for me, the first time I heard it was... This is a disclaimer. I will be cursing soon. Sorry, okay. Athena. <laughs> um, okay. Monday night. Monday Night Raw had just finished during Punk's reign. Yes. Summer Punk. The year after. Mm. So... Abbreviated. <laughs> extended. Dot dot dot. Like I told you earlier, I don't know where I found it or how I found it. I feel like it might have been Twitter, it might have been Tumblr, because I don't know where I was looking for music, or maybe I knew that it was coming out, and I don't know. The point is, I f ended up finding a version available online. That's all I'll say. <laughs> and I downloaded it, and it came out. You go. Oh, you're not gonna extend on that. Like how? <laughs> oh, you, you, want, you want to leave it. You want to leave it vague. I want to protect dude man. Shout out to dude man. Oh, what if, what, if, what if I say it then? Like that. Okay. However you got it, you want it, dude man bought the album. And then however, when you got it, it had dude man's name on it. Purchased by dude, Purchased by dude, dude man. man. <laughs> then when I remember you, I was like, damn. Then he's like, they're like, oh, he might have just put it out there. Shout out, but shout out to dude man. That's like, that's love right there. Like, Before yo. Apple Music, when you had to buy your albums through mm. iTunes, if you want it digitally. Well, they were probably what like what were they? They weren't like WWE. They were nine ninety nine. They were like fourteen something, right? I think so. Even though like each song would cost ninety nine cent, but then they went to like a dollar twenty nine. You remember the trick about like um, in person, not in person album, but physical albums? What the first week they were nine ninety nine, mm -hmm. then later they would be thirteen ninety nine. Oh, I do remember. You that. had to go the first week, but yeah, I had it, and then I listened to it and just. Just a lot of memories of, you know, going to work, listening to it, coming back, thinking, <laughs> thinking about a few people listening to that song. Go ahead, uh, man. Go ahead, album. man. Get vulnerable, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did your hands look like you were actually peeling back? The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couple of girlies. Couple of girlies on the road. Yeah, you but know. he does that to you, like. That's, in all honesty, yeah, like that, especially Channel Orange, especially eventually when we get to blonde years down the line. It also felt like I wasn't listening to a lot of music. I kind of had stopped. The only thing, not stopped, like I, 
I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I wasn't doing that, but I was. Only thing I was listening to on a daily basis was Cult of Personality. <laughs> That's it. So it's right. I was like, this whole album is not one skippable track. If anything, I want more fertilizer. I want more fertilizer. Yes. I'm more oh, white. Literally, figuratively. It's it's definitely it's wow. It's weird that I, it's gonna be weird to say this and how it sounds too. It's definitely the R&B version of the Black Album. Safe to say. Mm. So and and like song count, it's a short album, I yeah. guess. But the, but there's a couple songs in there. Like oh, I need more of this. But that's funny because Pyramids could be two songs, which I don't listen to as two songs. Yeah, you just listen to it as one. As one. It's almost, it's, it feels like two and three songs. But it could be two. You can probably, matter of fact, you can probably, you probably can say that it, it is a seminal work when you when you specific if you specifically look at pyramids and mm-hmm. the structure of that song, and especially like if you when you put it up against Travis Scott and what sort of has been has become like his um his calling card when he's in his own production like these like super epic songs that switch up mid song and like wait this is a whole different song especially. Uh, sicko mode. Yeah, like that blew everybody's mind. I'm like, yo, he was doing this on rodeo. He was, he was doing this on Al Faro. He was doing this on days before rodeo. Also, they yeah, but it's just because there's a super gigantic pop star on it. I guess we won't name his name. No, Aubrey. Sorry, I thought we said no. <laughs> I thought we said no. You're fired. No, you okay. <laughs> can cut it. You can cut me if you want. Just cut me. Just release me. Just put up. Take my talent. I'm gonna take my talents to Brooklyn. <laughs> but yeah, man. Where was I at before I jumped off the the bridge? Off the, the rails on this crazy train. <laughs> well, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Like, so the pattern of having like the duel, like this, like yeah, this is a super epic song. Like, in the, I guess, like, in, like when it comes to like hip hop and like R and B and like rap music or culture, we're not really accustomed to shit like that. I guess like that craft of work. Like yo, you can do that. We can. Even I'm pretty sure that existed before that. Like, I can't name nobody off my top of my head. Like who I think would like do stuff like that. Cause just riffing, it's like, it would be like having a solo. There's so many songs that people love. Like, I can't wait for the solo, like guitar solo. Yeah. Cause that almost becomes the whole song in itself, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just solely focused on that. Like if the guitar is the lyrics. Yeah. It's just that, you know. It just becomes its own song. So this is kind of like their version of that, in a way. Whether that's intended to or not. In the Jay-Z comparison now, I think about it, it's very similar to, especially later on, Jay-Z. Like, I don't know if you listen to... Uh, Magna like, Carter? Oh, how you, oh, you know what I'm talking about. You know what song I'm about to talk about then? No, I don't think so. But I just knew it was the album. But I believe it's on, yeah, it's on Magna Carter. I didn't listen to it. Holy Grail. <laughs> but you listen to fucking Kingdom Come, though. <laughs> That's crazy. Come on. Now. I haven't listened to the whole album. Come on now. You, you, you. I mean, right now I'm going to say Donald, you, Donald, Kelvin, and fucking. Who else? Th- this may be the precursor, Athena. Sorry. And fucking Kadir. Love, or like, I will not let Kingdom Come be. be no, there is no slander to Kingdom Come when it comes to y'all. Let me tell you what songs are good from there. Oh, Lord. There's only one song. And then if you want, if, if 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 I'm speaking, there's only two good songs, and that's Hollywood, Hollywood, and um, and I'm also exaggerating because the song with Chrisette Michelle is good too. Hollywood and tell me what you got, little mama. Oh my God, Kingdom Come, show me what you got. Lost one, you got four great songs <laughs> in a row. 
30 something's pretty good, right? Oh my god. Minority Report. Beach Chair. Just bad. I hear bad, bad, worse. Trouble, Dig a Hole, Anything I Made It. The whole album. It's the greatest album of all time. Is, is, um. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say it? Did you say another? Is there a song called Another on there? No, anything. Anything. That's that's the that's with Pharrell. Me and me and Kadir or my man my man my main my main my main man Splash Splashy Big Splash. <laughs> um yeah, we would we, we would just we were like we were like one night we were going through like Jay Z's worst songs and like another was like ranked by some some entertainment company or whatever. That we spoke about off air earlier. You asked me, do they still make this? Oh yeah. I was like I think so. So that was one of those lists. <laughs> and anything was on there. I'm like anything. I don't remember this song. Like I'm listening to it. I'm like, yo, Jay Z's a clown. Like if you know, if you do, you remember how anything sounds? No. So if you want to play it now for yourself a little bit, just to get it in your head, I was like, yo, anything sounds like. Especially if at that time when that album came out, that sounds like he wanted that Pharrell and Kanye song. Like he wanted that number. He wanted number one. Number one. Like that's the type of sounded song he wanted for that album. And he like that's very that's for he wanted Pharrell in my mind Pharrell on that track. But the song, it just sounds it sounds like a Kanye. Song. If that was on Graduation, that song is probably a hit. That's a Kanye song. Features Usher and Pharrell. Yeah. Can I tell you something funny really quick? Mm-hmm. So as I'm pulling up this track list on one of the streaming services, <laughs> Dig a Hole is not available. It's grayed out. Yeah, Dig a Hole. Not available in your region. I'm like, I'm from the region where this song comes from. What you mean is not available. <laughs> oh, yeah, it sounds bootleg. <laughs> Look at that! It, it sound like yo. It sounds like it's supposed to be a Pharrell song or a Kanye song, and especially that time. That's what. Can it come with what? Oh six. Yeah, oh six. Graduation comes out oh seven. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's oh six. Yeah. In all seriousness, I like, I like those four that I said. Oh yeah, there's I like. Oh my God, Kingdom Come. Show me what you got and lost one. Because show me what you got felt like for me. It felt like the song that you play on the first day of school. Like oh, we're back. So show me what you got is epic. Yeah. Like, like that's why I told either Kadir or maybe it would have been you. I'm like, yo, show me what you got. Like, he got he almost tricked me. Like, yo, look at this monster song. The video got me. I'm like, yo, got my man Daryl Hart Jr. in the video. Who directed it? Little X? <sighs> that looked like a Bruce Ratner directed video. That like some rush hour three shit. <laughs> like, whatever the fuck. And then Wayne sounded good on it too. Like, I was like, yo. This song is huge. Like Jay's Jay back. Like he's coming back with a bomb. Then I heard the rest of that. I was like, after that was American Gangster, right? Yeah. Maybe that's what he was letting you guys know. Everyone know. That's the crazy part. Damn, this is where we're going off of the Frank. Yeah. But let's your Brooklyn's bro- coming back. <laughs> Hello, Brooklyn. This is the Brooklyn How portion of the show. <laughs> Just drop the bombs for me, bro. Or drop the guns. <laughs> But yeah, uh, real quick before we get back to Frank, Frankie baby, Frankie Ocean. Um, yeah, me because they had that conversation with like, yo, it's crazy to have like, what if he just dropped American Gangster as his debut album? Like, that's not that really, that wouldn't even be fair. Wait, if that was instead of Reasonable Doubt? No, before instead of Kingdom Come, because Kingdom like American Gangster is an album. That's not. 
it's an album inspired and by by the movie by the movie but it's nowhere near a soundtrack it's no that's an album se- it's separate from the movie that's a jay-z album so we were like you know the story you know what damn we're gonna dig ourselves into a hole but it's okay no pun dig a hole yeah <laughs> really rough really really rough version of it because i don't know it fully but uh he they didn't they didn't okay didn't allow for the soundtrack so he was like okay i'll make my own album yeah what the name fuck it it's probably like the 10 years before it's probably like kendrick's kendrick's uh black panther album yeah but they think it's like a motion picture soundtrack I'm like that's a kendrick album with with fucking tde and whoever else wants to jump on the album in future but yeah we were like it's like does kingdom come has to be bad to that what makes american gangster sound so good like mm-hmm. like he puts you to sleep with kingdom come and then like hit you with the fucking cross or the american gangster which probably still is in his top five albums ever well you know how they talk about how in like pacing for things pacing i'll just listen yeah. about movies wrestling shows matches even my favorite roller coasters what makes the parts that are faster more exciting exciting mm-hmm. the lulls life-threatening right yeah i think that's one of like the, the points that they had put up brought that brought up so if he brought. did if he did black album which was like the retirement album, he, he could have left leaving it on top but then he does this Is after it, a couple years right two years no three something like technically that. just like hmm. but then pick you up again yeah so could could there was like imagine if he did come out with American Gangster first like that's the first album like yo you just retired on that type of ending and then you come back that's not even fair bro no, like that's not what fair. like you're already you're still there what are you, <laughs> that's not fair by there I mean up here in the fucking clouds so you gotta get Kingdom I guess that that I guess that should help me like support. Uh, like you needed it for for uh, Kingdom Come for American Gangster to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But then you get, then you get Magna Carta, which was that was after Watch the Throne though. But Magna Carta was another low. But then you get no, I lied. What am I talking about? You get four forty fours after. Yeah, but you get Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. American, American Gangster, Gangster, Blueprint Three, yeah. Magna Carta. Holy That's why girl. those are the popcorn matches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah back to Frankie Ocean and that wraps up the Brooklyn segment <laughs> but yeah I forget where we left yeah oh comparing like oh for, oh the structure of the song right Be- Beach is better on Magna Carta Holy Grail it's mm-hmm. a short song it's like a little interlude like I'm like yo I need to hear the rest of that song what the what the fudge just not good at this. I'm okay. sorry. I didn't even get to the point where I was where I, where I alluded to the cursing, but let me just say like you said the album released a, a week early because this is where I wanted to say. Yeah. Cuz a, a fucko who like got the album and read the thing that was on the back of the album within the album was basically it is Frank coming out as bisexual on the album. Right. And that's the letter that he released on Tumblr. Yeah, at then the he, time. Yeah. So they pushed up or expedited all his plans for what this album was meant to be because mm-hmm. you didn't know you wouldn't know that until you listen to the album you're like especially you get if you when you get the forrest gump you're like every straight dude probably like wait what and even it's not that direct like it's not i'm not telling you it's not noticeable but it's not in your face <laughs> like i i am this i yeah. am that yeah. no it's i've had this it could I've be that. he's just telling a story yeah <laughs> let me propose <laughs> That I know someone who lived this. Maybe. People, exactly. People act like 
even that's not what the case was. But no. people act like I compare that to Usher and like confessions. Mm-hmm. Like for the longest people thought the people really thought he was singing about Chili. Yeah. Like hello, no, he was singing from JD's point of view, like uh, an experience that JD did happen in his life. Had a kid with a girl. <laughs> A girl that wasn't his girl. And how do you come to your girl and tell her this thing now? Who you love? You gotta confess. Like and also with that, shout outs to Issa Ray. Like that just sounded like that was dead the whole final like couple episode or the final episode of Insecure this season. <laughs> it's still Team Issa. Molly, get your shit together. Oh. And uh and Lawrence, what the fuck, bro? Got caught slipping on the Brooklyn Bridge, bro. What's going on? Mouth full of blood, a soul full of heat. You don't want the problems, but yeah, um, that's 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 this is we're leading up to this. We're talking; they're talking about a fantasy, sort of fan a fantasy wrapped in truth, like embedded with truth. Mm-hmm. There's truth within that fiction. That was weird, but yeah. So, what if Frank was like it wasn't really him, and he's just telling what if this it's story? A mixture? What if some some is him, some is somebody that he knew? Yeah, and they screwed that up for him. Like, why are you ruining what? <laughs> Like what did you get? I want to know what that person got out of that. Like you are the, the big. I will tell you this because we had so not we. He had from what I saw before. I look at it again. Thinking about you came out in April as a single. Okay. And then the lead single. Sorry, filtering through these tabs. Oops, sorry, Athena. Uh, <laughs> she gonna kill us. <laughs> Pyramids came out in June. Sweet Life comes out just six days before. So yeah, he came. I had three. not heard anything other than thinking about you. And you knew a Frank at that point. Yeah, I had her nostalgia. I heard him on She, which I didn't even know who, like, wait, there's a guy singing. There's a guy rapping. Who's the guy rapping? <laughs> it was Frank. Yeah, so the album was doing pretty well. Like, the not the album, but the rollout. Yeah. The, the preparation for release. The, how albums used to get rolled out. Mm-hmm. My man had dropped three songs before the album even came out. And one was just a week old. That's crazy. Which a lot of times that doesn't happen. Mm. I think they'll sit on the two. But then we get blessed in July. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what is this? And mind you, the thing that the the that the lady, the, I think it was a lady, but I'm not gonna say that that the person leaked. Like, it, not that it went over everybody's head. They're like, okay, like, if cool. I you, let's. They probably liked them even more. Yeah, because even his songs, he sings about girls. He alludes to like liking girls, but never like really alluded to liking men. But then that with that information now privy to us, we're like, all right, maybe. Who is he really singing about? So, which is there's nothing wrong with that at all. Until like you get to a song like Forrest Gump, you on my mind, boy, running on my mind, boy. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump, I love Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, top five movie all time. I love Forrest Gump too. Not to say that he running in my mind, but even Bad Religion, a little bit of that could be, oh. could be taken. You know, you could have fun on Genius.com. Taxi Driver, keep me on shrink for the hour. But I was going to say something that I read just now. I mean, I knew, but just for the purposes of this, like, he's still riding high off of Novocaine. Novocaine probably paid a lot of bills. <laughs> Novocaine probably paid a lot of bills. Novocaine is definitely one of those songs, just like Drake, just like, do I want to say, like, Cuddy? Not even not, because this is, like, one of those, the best comparison probably is Drake. Maybe we going to say Day and Night? No, not even Day and Night. Maybe, maybe just Day and Night, because... These that cause of songs like Nova King, cause of songs like Best I Ever Had, cause of songs like Day and Night, they're the record company that you're a part of. Oh, we just missed out on a lot of. We just not you, but because they don't give a fuck about the money at that point. No. 
oh, we just missed out on a lot of money. So let's repackage this and roll everything back out so we can make money. That's what Novocaine became and best I ever had. And maybe day and night. And then release the mixtapes that now technically are albums. Even I'm, though even though Nostalgia is not on no, it's still streaming not. service. But, but but good old the machine that's behind Drake. Best I ever had isn't technically best I ever had. So far gone is technically an album. Which is strange. I'm glad as much as release. I like Nostalgia, I'm glad that nothing of that made it onto Channel Orange. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, nothing no, I don't think so. It changed. Because Frank is one of those artists where each album is a different person here. There's a different person or persona or character or, and which it probably is, it's just there's different experiences on each body of work. That's why each one is several years. They're timestamps. Like, yo, this is where I'm at. This is why I've been taking this long to get here. Like, I've been living my life, the good and the bad. And here's that output. Like, hence why we're waiting now. Post blonde. Blonde, 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 blonde. <laughs> What would you say are your favorite tracks? Do you do we want to put a number to it? Your top three tracks. I can give you that. I can give you that. I know in the moment, live in time, mm -hmm. <laughs> like some like me and my friends like to say, like I lived it. We, like I saw this live. I lived it. Don't worry. I felt it. Like I saw I saw DX drive up with the fucking tank to WCW to Nitro. I saw it. Not, I'm not going back on the on the network. I saw Mania 17 <laughs> eating a Snickers cruncher. <laughs> we, we all popped. I popped along with the crowd. But yeah, um, I remember at a time I was like, "Yo, you can't." I, I think this was the exact like comparison. No, uh -oh. I was like, "Yo, you can't tell me Pilot Jones Crack Rock Pyramids is not the Jordan. It's not the the Bulls three peat. Like you can't tell me this that's is the, funny. Like this is the greatest three peat section in album history of whatever music music making." And Pyramid again could be two songs. Exactly, that's technically four songs. Then if I want to be crazy, Super Rich Kids before Pilot Jones is a good song. Which I want to say about that, that is at least on a highly publicized album, that's Earl's second verse when he's back because OF Tape Volume 2 was in March and that was the, the posse cut. Oh, Earl's back. The return of Earl. People forget about that Earl sweatshirt. And then that's the next, the next time that he's featured Without looking, I'm sure he was probably on a song in between then. But, yeah. but this is the next time he's on a you know high profile album mm -hmm. as a feature. I mean, it was just like gibberish on that sh on that. Sh mm -hmm. I can't imagine, I can't imagine, like it's just it, it still sounded hard. Like yo, what are you saying? It sound because at that point we're all like I feel like Earl's um disappearance or his his child to his mom his sabbatical his sabbatical, <laughs> um. It grew the legend of like, yo. Oh, the lore, yeah. Yeah, the lore, like, yo. Plus the free Earl t-shirts. Yeah, because I think at that point, because Tyler was like the only one that was not, he was, the whole group was rapping sans Frank, mm -hmm. but it really wasn't sans Frank rap because Frank can rap. Yeah. He has the abilities to rap, but it was like, yo, if Tyler is viewed as like the best rapper in the group, but then everybody keeps talking about this dude Earl, like, yo, Earl's a monster, and we're not, but we're not hearing a thing from Earl. And Except we, for his only project at it, the time. And then we was that was that Earl. Doris? No, was Earl. It was just this Earl. That's what the ugly face. Yeah, him, that so, was someone like, was playing in Photoshop. But. <laughs> so if you just all you heard like you're like yo, this is some like superb rapping. Like this is some MF Doom. That and he was on level type of rapping. He was on uh, Bastard. Yes, Tyler's first album. Yes, and them two together form what? Earl Wolf. Earl Wolf. <laughs> Shout out to Earl Wolf. But yeah, so you get that feature. You get on that. There. 
But like I can honestly still say Pyramids is probably the best song on this album. I'm not the biggest fan of like the singles and like I like I remember when I there was a point where I didn't like thinking about you. I'm like, cause I'm like, this is this is all the acclaim and thinking about you. Nah, nah, nah. I like the third verse on thinking about you. Yeah. I remember how could I forget how you feel? How you feel? <laughs> like I love thinking about you, but like pyramids just takes the just takes the cake every time. Pyramids. Um, so are we saying three? Are you going with those three? No, I'll, I'll switch it. I go pyramids. I go Forrest Gump. That's probably like the most like out there song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess to pick. My matter of fact, mine is all. I'll say this: Pyramids, Forrest Gump, Sierra Leone, <laughs> you Fertilizer. You can name the whole album. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll say those three. I'll sit. I'll sit with those: Pyramids, Forrest Gump, Sierra Leone, and then whatever you want to call Fertilizer. Fertilizer. I take bullshit if that's all you got. Fertilizer. Fertilizer. That's all, that's all the lyrics there. <laughs> No need for genius. When you're a genius. For me, my real time song, as you said, would have been Sierra Leone. That's the one. Sierra Leone. And I love trying to hit the notes. In my mind, I can hit them. We all can hit them. Outside my mind, I can't hit them. Outside my mind, in the shower, in in the shower, I'm hitting them bars. But Pink Matter has one of the best lines that I still use in regular conversation Mm, today. Dropping them gems. Oh no. Peel back the curtain. Oh no. Blue used to be my favorite color. Now I don't have a choice. <laughs> Blue matter. The man's a, he's a lyrical genius, man. And then had a lyrical genius that nobody think they would ever get on anything. The famous which is now like a thing, the famous Andre three thousand feature, which beca- which becomes sort of like a whole thing now. There's a lore to that too. He, Frank Ocean makes it seem easy. As a matter of fact, he does make it seem easy because it seems like the only person he works on the work jump on somebody's song is Frank Ocean because he was on Blonde twice. Like I don't know what Andrew. We can't. You're probably never gonna get it on uh, on your 2000 album. No, he's the male Lauren Hill. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I would say so. But a little more. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say that. I love Lauren Hill. I just think he doesn't feel like he needs to. Sort of like punk. Mm-hmm. Like I dropped love below. We, me and me and my man, you know, we wasn't even. They wasn't even clicking. We came to the Grammys and got out of there. Did the heist? They, they, they like I remember that before g- the other heist, <laughs> the fake one before the fake heist. So is that his four hundred thirty four day reign? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel like cause I remember that watching that Grammy. Like yo, this whole Grammy was like structured for around them. them yeah. yeah, like it was very black and soulful and funkadelic. I remember. I think they did bring out. They bring out Parliament. I believe. If I might, if that's correct, like it was, very, it was a very urban it Grammy. F- it felt year. like when Kanye returned to do Runaway, that whole show was waiting for that moment. Why can't I remember that year? When he did Runaway at VMA. Sorry, I didn't, oh, I didn't oh, finish oh. my statement. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Grammy Runaway. Sorry guys, I talk in shorthand sometimes. VMAs. Um, yeah. like what I'm saying is that show felt like okay. Yeah. Where's Kanye? I would say that. I would say anybody where difference from that Grammy, they felt like that whole like the like the theme was that Grammys felt like the theme was outcast. Right. But, but they weren't even outcast. They were dead under the thousand and big boy. Mm-hmm. They were separated. Yeah. Which but the album hid that they, it was a double album, but it really was two solo, two solo albums. There's a couple songs where they crossed. Roses, yeah. what else? That was a single, right? 
Oh, Big Boy is in there. Yes. She got a little body in there. A little hottie. Maybe that's the only one. At least in my r quick recollection. But yeah, but the whole Grammy just felt like, yo, we're gonna, the theme was black. And and plus, this, this they're putting, and this group is going over. Like, they were, they had the rocket strap to their back. That's what it felt like. So that, then the VMAs with Kanye's return, post-Taylor fiasco, then the whole, because what was that? Was, was he, were we even at the point where speculation for My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or that album already? No, because, no, because, yeah, it had it couldn't have been. I think once we heard that song, and then we were go, then it was that was the rollout. It was VMA because anytime. But what I was trying to say with that again, it's just that all eyes. On, we we're here for one thing and one thing only. Yeah. What? Are you, yes. That Grammy outcast. We got it the whole time. VMA VMAs was Austin coming in at at the last segment at eleven oh two. The show ends at eleven oh five. Give me him now. Yo, we called up at 11.05. Yeah. He just showed up at 11.02. USA's calling like, we can't give you no more runtime. Like, what are you talking about? We have Austin. You give us everything we want. So everybody was waiting for Kanye's especially, performance. Yeah, especially how, especially how post-graduation, how Kanye treated the VMAs and how he felt treated by MTV or mm -hmm. Viacom, especially at the, especially during graduation, wanting, wanting, wanting to open. Yeah. And then them telling him, no, we're opening with Britney. In 07. Yeah, because Britney is Britney, bitch. Like Britney's Britney is MTV. They don't, I don't care. No ifs, ands, or but. Britney is MTV is Britney. But that's what I'm saying. In 07. It's Kanye. She should have been um, the closer. The top of the hour. That, that show's two hours, right? Two, three. So she could have died. They can't. I, why am I blanking out? The crossover hour. They can't. That's it's not. It's not like rule. You got you got the nine o'clock hour. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You do the crossover. You can't no. Because the whole thing with the VMAs is you know this. It says you open. It's just like WrestleMania. It says you open or you close. Or you close. And Kanye was like, and for the VMAs specifically, because every uh, past artist that come on the VMAs, you gotta open right? or you close. Is well, that that became later, right? Kind what? of the closer. The closer I think came later because I think the big thing with the VMAs was the open. opener. Like, yeah, it's like the, you set the tone. Yeah, just Madonna like Madonna 03. Exactly. Just like how with wrestling, you come with like the cold open or a hot open, right? Is that the terms? Yeah. VMAs open is hot open. You just coming in. There's not no welcome to the VMAs. We are in the New York City live. No, no. We, we don't want to see the hosts. We're coming. <laughs> M right. He he opened, but that was later. With the ar with the army of M's, the army of moms. Which one was that? Ninety nine, two thousand. Oh, we are talking about real M. Yeah, real M. Ooh. The funny part, he the, his most famous one, the home one with Dre. That was definitely probably like a transition performance. And yeah. that's a big time VMA moment. In New York, they probably that stage. they probably don't structure their shows like the way that I'm referring to about that crossover hour. But that, yeah. that is sometimes they do. That is an important time. But I feel like yeah. But I feel like when shit is like really really hot, they like, want it beginning or end. Like but they want a bookend. Kanye there. wanted. I don't even know what I think it. What he ended up performing was Good Life, right? I would have to go back and watch I it because I know those two years like they were in Miami. They were more like a lot more southern uh, well, this performances. One even, this one was even more because I don't think they were there where he wasn't even there where they were. Cause he was that mad, like that. I think he was that mad, and then they like finally like, he. I think he ended up doing a transition that year. Mm -hmm. Cause he did like Good Life out the Playboy, the Playboy. I think it's play the Playboy uh penthouse at the top of the ho some top of the hotel in Vegas. It was like via satellite, something like that. Like they had the like he was they had like a pool coming out the fucking the the room like. 
You don't remember that? You don't like I have to go back and watch it. That shit was crazy. I was like, yo, fuck off the open, yay. You just whoa. I remember that shit. So he said up with like, like, yo, I'm not even gonna be there. Fuck y'all. Now y'all gotta come to me. Come to me now and record this shit and broadcast it through the through the airwaves. I remember that. And then post that, what? 808 to Heartbreak. I remember I didn't have cable that year. I was mad. Cause he did because anytime he comes to the VMAs, he's, Love debu- he's debuting a new song. Mm-hmm. He's getting you ready for what's coming, what's to come. He did Love Lockdown. That was a tight shot, right? Yeah. And then it zoomed down. Because he was on the lot. Doom, doom, Sorry, doom, I screamed. Boom. With the African doom, drums. Doom, boom. He was on the lot. I think he was in the back in this lot. color. Yeah. I know y'all can't see, but it's like a, <laughs> it's like a sa- sandy color. He was on the lot. In the, he was in the back lot in LA somewhere. I think I think outside. Yeah, I'm saying back lot, so it's obvious. Sorry, guys. I'm dumb. But yeah, I mean, he cl- and he closed the VMAs that year, I believe. And I didn't have cable. I think that was like this. When I come back to school, I come to school on Monday. High school, that is. Um, They were like, yo, Kanye did be the new song. I was like, what? Like, yo, yo, it's different. I was like, what are y'all talking about? Like, you gotta. And I found out, I was like, I missed this. I missed this. Like, that shit felt epic. The, the drums, it's a whole new sound. Yay looked different. This is post life shattering moments happening. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, this is not the same guy anymore. The train is the train is off the rails. But then, but then after that, 808s, then there's the fuck up at the a VMA season even perform at. Mm-hmm. Then we get what's that ten? That's ten. Like, what do you mean Kanye's performing a song? Even he's been gone. He's been missing. Comes out with the fucking MP. Has the NPC sitting? I remember how the shit starts. Sorry, but this is this is all. It's too, it's too much to handle. I believe the shot started with an aerial view of yeah. the stage, and you see like a column, like a Greek column, and the NPC is just sitting on there. And then Kanye, you see Kanye it's approaching. It's like a pearl white uh, stage. Yeah, and like lighting. And like it, it almost spiral lighting. It almost looks like the command center. Yeah. Like if this Power is, Rangers. Like this is that. Like this is yeah, This is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We're trying to fucking save Zordon. Yeah. Zordon. Or or we're in fucking Space Odyssey 2001. Mm-hmm. And Hal is speaking to us. Hal walked across the stage in that fucking red suit and those red Ivan Jaspers or whatever names they were at that point. He the, had a couple big chains on, right? Did he have a black beater on, or was it just he, nah, was, he just was showing just his red John Legend suit and taco meat? <laughs> Old school yay and John Legend taco meat and just bang and then with a rap music on them. Like what people like to say, like he took a rap music's whole flow and style bar for bar. But that's a whole different thing what Ye did and what. But I get what they're saying. I get it. And just, then one last comment. How much push did he get paid again? What is it? What is? It? I'm mad. I missed us the spot. But then, then that's the whole thing. Like you see, then in the middle of the song, you see Pusha T. Like he said, walk walk across that stage in thirty dozen or whatever, something like that. Like nobody was ever expecting it. First of all, nobody was expecting to see Kanye. Nobody was at all expecting to see Pusha T. And they both delivered. And then then that was the race to Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oof. Yeah. We can talk about the VMAs forever. And then and maybe yay. we can wait like a month or two when especially the watch the throne one. If you remember that one. That one was big. Quickly before we go back to Frankie and finally get to what we're gonna do. The crux of it. The watch the throne one? I don't know if you remember that one. They were like confirmed and not confirmed, and then they just pulled up out of nowhere and performed. I don't know if you remember that one. They did Otis. 
they like came from the back i do i do because i remember that summer the video coming out and that was like a big thing i think it dropped at like high noon high noon video comes out then i think that's the same and then the album artwork which was the flag right yeah the the, the song artwork the song yes yeah yeah. the single the single artwork yeah and (laughs) that's the same vmas beyonce made it public to the world that she was pregnant Oh, with the yeah, I think who was that? Baby, it's you, oh, not me. Yeah, sorry, ladies. <laughs> I can't. I can. I can serenade you, but I'm not ready to with it. I wasn't ready for this. I didn't expect to sing Beyonce tonight. So, yeah, but yeah. So that was like that was a big moment for the VMAs. Kanye and Ye. But Frank had great performances too. But his were in the Grammys. Frank is the only one, right? It's only one. I don't think even, Oh I guess I was Including the SNL one too Because yeah, that's like, popular This is the And I love that moment His Grammy moment Which at the time We knew nothing about I think the Grammys Were linked up for him Because that's not even What he wanted to do I believe Because he performed Forrest Gump Yeah And they had a play For Forrest Gump Like the video Like the him Like Forrest Gump Running across the country mm-hmm. Which I love that performance But I believe he hates That performance And I forget There's something There's something happened Where it, he didn't get to do what he really wanted to do. So he knows day. more about it. So that's why he wasn't satisfied. Yeah, but I think they've they've reve- he revealed some aspect of that. I just can't remember off the top of my head. But mm-hmm. that's excuse me. That was his, that's his only Grammy performance. I think he, from that he's boycotted them. But I feel like his Coachella performances have been legendary. And just how he hey, Coachella SNL. A lot of his appeal. We'd be remiss not to mention this because we're design nerds. <laughs> A lot of the the appearance and the aesthetics, like album cover alone, the use of the typeface on there. Oh, now we're, we're getting into our terms. <laughs> um, right, Cooper Black? That's, That's what it really was? Yeah. Damn, he made Cooper Black look sexy. And even just the other, like the all the photographs and the rollout, it's used when you go and find... Um, the album on Apple Music, the banner image that's on there. He's sitting in front of those TVs. <laughs> he looks like fucking. He's playing tennis. Yeah. You know what's funny? I didn't realize that until last night that he's in a tennis outfit and really? that's a tennis racket and those are tennis balls. Looking like fucking Bjorn Jork. Yeah. And just the way it's split in between and just the amount and amount, amount of artwork and just stuff that people made, especially because it all felt very tumblerly. And that's not a real word, but we're going to use it here. He, very, he, oper- he operated at a certain point strictly through Tumblr. Right. And so I think sometimes he still does like release music through Tumblr, which is crazy and still very great. And just the visuals. And I don't think this was an official single because it wasn't a single artwork, but people using like the scene in Dragon Ball Z when Majin Buu got exploded into a million pieces. So you saw a bunch of pink things in the sky and that was used for pink matter and like <laughs> the play button. Just those aesthetics are just, you know. Video games. Yeah. The, the PlayStation audio texture. Very lo-fi. Yeah. Like, matter of fact, you can say seminal because that created a whole thing on YouTube. Like the mm-hmm. whole gra- listening to music and those graphics are playing. Those like anime graphics are playing while you listen to study, music. Study, chill, go to sleep music. You popped your Adderall. You're doing your design projects. Your capstone. <laughs> <laughs> like that's definitely a vibe and a change. Nothing that wasn't really being done before that album. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely say that 
both albums are seminal bodies of work and the second album would be blonde which you still have yet to listen to yeah i've still yet to listen to but i think it might be coming soon it's coming soon i hope so i like i hope so but i don't hope so because i know what that album means for a lot of people and especially for me like if you're listening to that album i guess if the album hit you like that i know why i know why people like that album if they listen to it for that reason like, mm-hmm. that's an album i really didn't like at first and then when i actually listen to it i'm like oh I know why I like I it. I know why I like this album. So, but yeah, Blonde is... Ah, his mom has confirmed it. Blonde is his best album. <laughs> mom knows. So for all you Channel Orange lovers, which I do love Channel Orange, but, but Blonde... His, his writing is impeccable. That's the impeccable. thing. The audio, I guess you can call it audio, but the musical aspect of what you hear mm-hmm. is great. Production and sequencing. But the writing... Like, they're both equal. And he's like one of those people that makes anything sound good. Yeah. Even if it's simple, like, Boulder Heavy Lies. I don't know. It's more clever. It's more... It has, like, a writer's touch to it. Mm-hmm. He allows you to get lost in these scenes and these environments, whether they exist or they don't, or they exist and don't exist at the same time. Yeah. And like I told you and how the genesis of this conversation started... It's an album that I want to know everything about, but I also wish it would never end. Channel. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so, it's like a movie that you watch throughout your lifetime. When you're younger, you get this, and you're a little bit older, you get a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. and depending on what's happened to you, you might see it in a completely different way. Yeah. And this album does the same thing. But I know that if I figure everything out, not that I can't enjoy it anymore, because definitely not that, but I never want it to end in that way. And also when playing it, once, what, how many tracks are on there? 13 maybe 14 17 17 if you want to include golden girl as 18 (laughs) like i i don't want to hit zero 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 you don't want to hit track 18 56 minutes on this album yeah because it says it's 56 minutes long but it's not counting golden girl right no no golden girl if we add that yeah i don't i don't want to hit 59 minutes and i I don't want to make an hour i mean i do want to make i want to go past and now i want you want to go past that moment you want the you don't want the clock to stop no you don't want you don't want the, the clock to hit midnight and you don't want the guy to leave the company with the belt. Yeah. Even though it looks you could say it that way. awesome. Because a lot of that, it's, at least for me, it reminds me of that time. It just reminds me of 2011, 2012. 2012. 12, yeah. Hence where the... I say 11 because of nostalgia. It's just like one big... As we play our music. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's hence where our... Uh, admiration for this album came from like oh when they go back to 2012 and there in, in, in 2012 is sitting channel orange and i guess that's like a, almost like a cool a nice way to put it like mm-hmm. within these within these years they are this there's these things that are waiting for us when we get there and in 2012 channel orange is sitting there waiting for us yeah which is that's crazy and it's, it's such a it's a it's a i mean it's very it's a romanticizing about it but that's what I'm, we do uh, that's what we do I'm grateful. That's why I said thank you. I said like I'm thank you to Frank Ocean mm-hmm. and congratulations. Like to have that piece of work. Like yeah, I did that. Like I made this. Like you can't take that away from me. Sort of like Mark Henry's like yo, I won the world heavyweight championship belt. You can't tell me I'm a I'm a champion. No, you can never take it away from me. Like even when I lose that, he said like even when I lose that belt, I'm not a loser. Like no, I'm in the books. I'm the champ. I'm in the books for life. Yeah. For life, baby. And he's in the books with um, Great Company. So Frank is in the books with Great Company. Especially, at, especially at, at a time where 
I'll say my thoughts, not the consensus. And I don't even know the consensus thoughts, but Usher, he kind of had transition more into techno or like, techno, like dance, club electric. music. Yeah. Neo, about the same. There was really no figure. Well, quality of work. Dec- yeah. It, like it, compared to the early projects. So there was no face anymore. Or if there was, um, they're all like bubbling or, you know, not on the, the grand stage. Yeah. Boom, insert. And also, you have Nostalgia. You have him across through different OF features. And then also, he gets to be on two tracks on Watch the Throne. Which were... <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Right. So then he does that. Which, then So it's like the setup for this album was monumental. I don't think it disappointed. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say a bad thing about it. There's some like us that it's like, <gasps> perfect. Even though we don't, <laughs> we don't really abide to that term. But yeah. For that time, the way it sounded, you could see his effort showed. It just Frank Ocean means a lot to us for people of our age and generation. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Rudy, like it just takes you back. Even <laughs> like swim good, like listen here and yes. that. He's just one of those artists, and he's that's one of those albums that just it just brings everything. Everything comes rushing back or rushing in, and then. I don't know how you want to go about this. And you have Blonde, mm-hmm. which is a whole totally different body of work, almost like from a totally four different... Four years later. Four years later, long wait, because everybody wants their things and they want it now. But no, Frank makes you wait. That's his appeal, too. Like, oh, he's like it's very Marvin Gaye of him. So maybe if you get Blonde four years later, another... And Endless. And Endless, the, the visual album, to get him out of his deal with Def Jam. And the heavily exclusive... If you want it now, it costs you about like an arm and a leg, aka like four thousand, five thousand dollars. <laughs> Boys Don't Cry magazine. Still need to try to get my hands on yeah, it. Yeah, with the foil. <laughs> but that's you know some people just sell the wishful, foil. Wishful thinking. Damn, those are some scumbags. But, bastards. But yeah, you get this totally different seminal body of work, but for different reasons. Like I don't know, just like this industrial, fragmented very vulnerable and raw lens and scope into an artist and how he feels and what he's been going through and if that's if you've been going through anything like that like you get that album at some point you just shit just clicks and like oh okay i understand now i understand now brother good old brother i know what you're talking about mr ocean oh you got me channel ocean that's light years ago we're not that same person no more we can't go back there is no going back but yeah, yeah, blonde and endless drop. It's another napalm to the music industry, sort of, and to the culture. Especially the way he did it. Especially connecting, sort of, with or like vibing off of like Tom Sachs's like aesthetics, Ten Bullets. If y'all know, y'all know. It's okay. Take notes. I'm a humanitarian out here for the people. Look, I like prof- to give. Look back. at the professor at work. <laughs> oh, there's a new proto here. But yeah, there. So blonde, we have that. Then we have after years after Blonde, he does his whole his whole I'm here and I'm not here routine. Singles, right? The singles, little Lucy's, little Lucy's. You have Chanel. We have Provider. We have him covering. What's that? Moon River, River Moon. Covering Moon River. There we another go. Another beautiful rendition of that song. What's the one with Tyler and Jay Z? Bikes. Biking. Yeah. Biking. Biking. Have two versions of Viking. He loves two versions, and that take that what you want with it. Uh, we have ah, uh, oh, sorry, we have Lens, mm-hmm. two versions of that as well, remixed with Travis Chanel. Does two versions of that remixed with ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Then fast forwarding a little closer to where we at now, we get Dear April, we get Cayendo. There's a I could, there's a 
a cappella version, I believe. And then there's the superb Kayendo Sango remix, which needs to be released to the airwaves. And then you get his like blonded radio moments episodes, I believe. He was featured on that song Slide. Slide, slide on fucking um Calvin Harris's album. Mm-hmm. Another summer summer tune. Um then as I fast forward, we get the Cayendos and the Johns, or sorry, something like that. They're April. That's when we get what's inspired this episode in I'm sorry, you said, you said DHL and In My Room? Oh, DHL, In My Room, My Room. So just a lot of like, hey, I'm still here. Hey, yeah, I'm still here. very like. Provider. Yeah. So very yeah, like. So you get Drake it. makes these same moves. Like, let you know I'm still like, the king is still here. Don't get it fucking twisted. But then those those the DHLs in my room, Cayendo, these are just what Dear April. Dear April, these is what inspired this episode. There's a queen was in you've looked into it more than I have. If you've brought it back into Back to life. Back to life. Back into the digital life. <laughs> back into the digital life and physical life. He was in W magazine mm-hmm. over the winter a couple years. September of two thousand nineteen. So last September. A lifetime ago. Like literally. But what he makes a statement he's having a conversation interview with the journalist and frank ocean says okay so this interview what piqued our interest so the interview kind of starts with like setting the table who he is what he's done how he's gotten there his success all of that i'm just asking him what he's doing these days and how he's been his influences that he's been swimming in his own pool <laughs> you know <laughs> things like that rich nigga shit um, the Black Beverly Hills, right? Ladera Heights. So the question was, what are you looking at and thinking about these days? Frank responds, with, I've been interested in club and the many different iterations of nightlife for music and songs. And so the things I look at now have a lot to do with these scenes. Detroit, Chicago, techno, house and French electronic music. So that kind of gives you a prelude of where his mind has been, I guess, somewhat creatively, mm-hmm. right, you would say? Yes. Which then leads you, if we kind of scroll down to the point that we're looking at, there's questions about um, themes or ideas that he's trying to explore, and this is where we find this. And actually, we'll read the full version. I believe for a very long time that there was a strength and vulnerability, and I really don't believe that anymore. Strength in quotations and vulnerability in quotations sound opposite as words. And so to combine them sound-wise, I don't know if it is wise. So even in his speech, he sounds clever. Mm -hmm. It's just this realization that hit me. Oh, right. It's a choice whether you will be a truthful or a liar. If I start to tell a story and then I decide not to tell the story anymore, I can stop. It's my story. The expectation for artists to be vulnerable and truthful is a lot, you know, when it's no longer a choice. Like in order for me to satisfy expectations, there needs to be an outpouring of my heart or experiences in a very truthful, vulnerable way. I'm more interested in lies than that. Like, give me a full motion picture fantasy. The interviewer... Not cue the Disney, the Disney movie intro. <laughs> <laughs> asks, so you mean a fantasy, not a lie. Frank responds, they're the same thing. Go ahead, Frank. Bar. The interviewer asks, a fantasy could be hopeful. And Frank then concludes, some people have dark fantasies, laughs in brackets. End of interview. Or end of no, that's, that's the end of the part that we, are, <laughs> that we need. <laughs> that we need. But very interesting thoughts to have from a human period, but specifically him. Yeah. He was, do I want to say he was a champion of like 
I'll let you see what's inside. Yeah. Now, mm, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And I felt the same way. Like, what? Like, how dare you fucking... What are you talking about? You are the guy that's, like, bearing... Mr. Heart on the Sleeve? Yeah. And then you going, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? We talking about Frank? We talking about Frank? You can't backtrack like that. What are you doing? But then I guess, like, I let time and, like, I guess I got a little more wiser and, like, read things. Not even pertaining to that. Like, just things of that nature that just popped up. And I get, like, what he meant. Like, why do... I don't know if you watch it, but like, why do I watch or we as humans and people, certain people, why do we watch Game of Thrones? Why are we watching Harry Potter? Hmm. Why do we believe in Greek mythologies? Why do we believe in religion? Fantasies is rooted in truth. So there's no, it's not that he believes in lies. It's just, I don't, it's just, he, I guess he wanted more like a sparkle on it. Like, maybe he believes in the possibility. Yeah. Like, there's something more grand, I guess, when it comes to like fantasies. Like, why do we read novels and fiction? I don't know. Like, I don't think it was him as much as I don't think it was him turning his back against the way he made his art and released his art. I just think it was just him. I don't know. Just, just like what it is with Frank, we just get a different we, whatever. With each time he's each time he reveals himself to us, it's a luxury and a privilege that we're allowed to that he's allowing to us, and it's what he's willing to to show us. So at that point, he's like, "Yo, I'm not into like." I'm not, maybe he just wasn't there. Like, yo, I'm not willing to completely air out my soul and my feelings right now. But I can give you this thing. If you really look at it, I really am showing you everything about me, how I'm feeling. If you look close enough, I don't want to completely give my opinion on what that is. Maybe, in fact, yeah, fuck it. Because we all know, we just sat here and just told you Frank came out as bisexual on his first album. And then you get blonde, which is even more a step into his sexuality in mm-hmm. the way his visuals work. And then you get blonde, not, not even endless, because endless was like it's just a dude in the studio working. Yeah. Then you get there's no album after that, but then you get the the way, and then you get the because at that time he was, he was doing the the prep the prep plus parties. He's very inclusive invite only parties lavish right lavish that were very and i guess i invite only but very there they were they were geared to help promote because i believe prep is a drug that helps people that have either hiv or aids live with the disease or virus mm-hmm. so it's geared it's geared toward his community people of his community and from his community so th- i felt like this was frank stepping in like he's more he's becoming more comfortable with his sexuality i'm like yo like I remember thinking for his birthday, bro had a ball, had a had a, a drag ball. Like you ever seen Paris is Burning? Like that type of like yeah. drag like ball mm-hmm. scene. Like I'm like yo, I'm a straight. Like this is a straight hetero heterosexual man. So I'm like yo, that shit hard. Like I know what he's come. I know where what he's pulling from. Like yo, I'm like shout out to Frank. Like yo, my man's comfortable. I mean, I'm having a ball. Like there's trans men and women here. There's gay men and women here. I'm comfortable. I'm Frank Ocean. I'm Lonnie Barreau. These are people that love me and I love them. Yeah. Travis. Travis. Tyler was there. And everybody knows. Not everybody. Whoever knows, knows Tyler and his shenanigans. And who knows if he's straight or not straight or not. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yo, this shit was hard. Like, it looked really fucking cool. Like, I want to put glitter on my skin. And like, I want to shine in the darkness, in the light. I want to be sweaty from dancing all night. Yeah. Like, so I just felt like there was him. Like, this is just, he's stepping into himself more. And there's nothing wrong with that. And yeah, I was, it was funny. I'm like, damn. Like you said, like, is this Frank? This is not Frank speaking. 
But it's just, I don't know. It was a bit of a shocker at the yeah, time when this came out. Like, hmm. <laughs> like, about my bad. About to, am I going to lose another artist? But I'm also thinking, what if it's a bit of, um, I don't know how to express, slash, I don't want to. Yeah, or he's like struggling with the process at this point. When I have to give you everything. Mm-hmm. But like, what if I can give you things, not, maybe lies isn't the right term. Maybe it's, I'm giving you third, second account things just through my lens. So it's, I'm not telling you that when I make these songs that it's me involved in scenario A, B, C, D, whatever. Yeah. But I've seen, a, I know a friend, I know a family member. I've read about it. I've heard about it. I, I know of it. Mm-hmm. That's similar. But you're the one speaking it. So then, of course, people are going to take it. Oh, he's talking about himself. But maybe he's not. So maybe it's some of that yeah. going on if I had to think of it. Yeah. You would think, you would think, we would like to think that. But knowing like how he makes music, like oh, it has to be about himself or something. But that could also be mixed with his thoughts. Yeah, you just intermingle it. Like, all right, what's real now? That's the like, that's where like the fantasy is is birthed. Like, it's blurred. Yeah, that those blurred lines. Like, what are we? Who is? What is he talking about? Is it him? Is it not him? But I feel like that that statement, that those comments, that's what, it opens up that. Which is totally fine. It just adds another layer to this to this artist and like, yo, I don't know what's real and what's isn't. Like, where's the end and where's the beginning? Where's the pain and where's the happiness? I don't know what it is what is what for this guy. Mm-hmm. So it's so weird. Like, it's just very I don't know. Yeah, because at the root it is music, but I guess the way we like interpret it and others do too, when we analyze so much, it's the artistry. Yeah, it's not just, oh, it's entertainment. We see it as entertainment sometimes, but then it's like also we fucking I think like fans forget that this guy is human. Mm-hmm. Like he's living these things and these are like actual feelings and emotions he's having. They don't just sound pretty together. They mo- it's more than just sounding pretty together. A bunch of words sounding pretty. It takes a lot for it to look pretty. Exactly. Like we know with any kind of project that you have to do. Exactly. You have to destroy it for it to grow, right? Exactly. Damn. I saw something. I don't know if you saw the same thing. And it sounds like you saw the same. It appears that you saw the same thing. I got to find it. Hopefully, it's still there when I look at it. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know. Damn, I keep, I'm tired of saying that because. Yeah. And I want to say the drop, but I can't or I don't want to. We shouted this person out a little, a little while ago. Matter of fact, shout out to Jenny from the block. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, man. And, and the funny part, we're in a very different place. Both you and I are in a de- very different place from when we tried to <laughs> we tried to record this episode. Yeah, Sans we, Metronome. Sans Metronome. We've definitely grown. It's crazy how much that was. What? When was that? If you remember, I think we tried in. It had to be the October or November. So the fall yeah. of twenty. I'm not going to give you out of years because <laughs> we're infinite. So. Whatever months before this, months before now, like we've we're totally different people from that point, and that's only a couple months, and that's very revealing from like a couple years to a couple days, mm-hmm. and then even hours and minutes. <laughs> it's interesting, like cause I remember I was so furious. I came here mad, like I'm about to get um, what Frank, what? And actually, you know what? We tried to record that episode then. I think you sent it to me back in September. What the... the, inter- when, the when the article came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a little before that, even before we got to there. Like, yo, let's talk about this. Yeah, because I remember, like... I remember sitting like, at home. Like, us. For some reason, like, this is, the, this is, like, the type of artist that, like, when in in your lifetime, there's certain artists, I mean, they do shit. Mm-hmm. 
it just hits you differently. Like it just affects you. Like same way I was just telling Clayton, um, he asked me if I saw the Five Bloods, the Spike, the most recent Spike Lee, Spike Lee joint. Yeah, which you did. I, which I did, and he was like, "What you feel about it?" I was like, "You know, I was like, yo, like I like it. It was good. It's good, but like anything, I feel like if anything, I was just having the same conversation with, with you also, and with my dad, sort of similar conversations. Like, and when it comes to Spike, anything that he makes is divisive, mm-hmm. good or bad, or good or bad, good and bad. Like it's good, it's good and bad. When it comes to him, divisive is good. Like you're gonna talk about this thing regardless, and for the most part, it's always good for Spike. What's the what's the phrase? Polarizing." Polarizing, like Spike is very polarizing, and the work that he makes, and the Five Bloods. If you really look at it specifically, if you've seen it, you know what I'm saying. If you haven't seen it, this will you when you watch it, you'll be more eyes wide open mm-hmm. and not shut. That's funny you say that. <laughs> you know why, right? <laughs> why? Sorry to segue <laughs> or like to cut. That's one of his favorite movies. Who? Eyes Spike? wide shut. No, yeah. Frank. Oh, Stanley Kubrick is yeah. a, is a sicko, bro. But continue. If I digress or progress, go down this rabbit hole. Like, also specifically the father-son relationship in that movie. It's like if, when you watch it, in specific, each of them, like it's specific, it's more so the father. It's like wow, wow, wow. When, whenever, if you haven't seen it, whenever you see it, you'll know you'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, man, yeah, man. Like it's, like I said, it's polarizing. These people, people like Spike, people like Kanye, people like Frank, mm-hmm. people like. Who else have we talked about on here? I guess even most, I guess one of our recently released episodes, people like John Michel Basquiat, they mm-hmm. live these polarizing lives. They affect you. When you hear about them, when their name gets brought up, you're some, you're going to feel either affection or disdain, right? Mm-hmm. Or you romanticize on a time of a, of a yesteryear, yesterday. The it, old insert name yeah and the sort of like segue real quick and like or go left and then come back fucking slingshot this shit or arrow boomerang boomerang this shit talking about yesteryear did you hear that lee daniels is going to be revibing the wonder years what exactly not that there's nothing wrong with lee daniels but there's nothing wrong with the wonder years and Mm. i feel like i've been hearing that same type of reaction at least i haven't like really Going through, but like they're like, why? What do we need a Wonder Years? Is you don't see nobody even making Boys Meet World, even though they did technically. Girl Meets World. This could be a whole nother episode, but all I'll say is this: I don't think it should be touched. Just like, <laughs> just like I don't, I don't think, think Back to the Future should be touched. I guess they have to wait to the popcorner. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Your reaction was classic. Better than I ever been, classic. But yes, yeah, I was like, "What? Who the fuck is? Who, why are you even thinking about touching the Wonder Years? Leave that in, no pun, like leave that in the yesteryear or in the Wonder Years. Like, yeah, you don't see nobody trying to remake Cheers. Like, to, you, if you want, you can re-release Wonder Years. Do that. But yeah, and try to get the copyright or the rights to all the music. Yeah, so we'll see. I, get, I don't know what it's gonna be like you want to make a black wonder years okay like even as a black person i don't know like i guess it would be cool but how about we just make our own version yeah. like like our own coming of age black love the black tail sidestep side lateral <laughs> there's a thing that i've seen recently i guess because it, it's hit an anniversary or just it's popular again friends isn't there a black version of friends 
Is there? Yeah. That according to where I've seen, like, as people's opinion, they were like, oh, I didn't watch Friends because I had that. That was my version of Friends. It's the actual show. Yeah. I just can't think of the name right now. Thought you may know. I guess I'm not black. <laughs> but um, black friends. Mm-hmm. Let me see. It can't be girlfriends because girlfriends. No, before right. Girlfriends is like the black sex in the city, and insecure is like the black. Is the black? I don't even know. Insecure is like almost like a extension of girls of girlfriends. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Black friends. Cause I know Jay Z did the video that made like a black version of friends with what's his birth broke name? Carmichael. If I put black friends, I don't know what's gonna come up. I kind of typed that in. <laughs> Let's see. Cause this show is raw and uncut. Here we go. It's living single. Oh, that's what I was. I found an article. Yeah, you where could someone, say that's yeah. the black version of friends. You could. <laughs> you could say that. You, you, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Not that I'm. I can't say. I'm not gonna say that. Like you, I feel like you would watch in living sing, living single. Would I? Yeah, I think yeah. you would. I have. I haven't watched it. Cause living single was like it's the same. It's in the same time as Martin, Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. What else is there? Aired in '93. Followed living, six single living friends color. living in New York, but rather than Manhattan, they resided in a Brooklyn brownstone. Mm-hmm. It's a, cool, it's a cool show. But yeah, you would watch Living Single. It had Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody else's faces, but she's she was like the biggest star on the show. You could say it's Black Friends, but not as a... I'll say white shows get the opportunity to be less organized or as precise with their stories. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the best Give case. them a bit leeway when they kind of like go yeah, in a different direction. Yeah, they can go left a little more. Yeah. Uh, like, I, they, they have that... They can... They can pitch a show with a page and a half and get picked up. I'll say that. They don't need 14 weeks of TV written. They don't at all. Don't at all. <laughs> I'll say that. So I don't know how we got there. These polarizing artists and mm-hmm. creatives. But yeah, man. Channel Orange. Happy anniversary. Happy. Eight, eight year anniversary. Eight. Eight. Ocho. Like the like ESPN. Yes. The Ocho. Soon next year will be Nine. Next and July 10th. 10th. But sometimes I can't believe it's been that that long and then that recent at the same time. I uh, can't even believe Blonde was 2016. Yeah. Like you said, just glad to have been able to experience it at the time and in all the years after. Because yeah. I can't tell you how much, not as far as to say it, it saved my life, but it definitely influenced thinking, influenced relationships with people, influenced uh, outlook, influenced work, how to carry yourself. It definitely influenced work. Yeah. Influenced a whole show. Yeah. <laughs> influenced a uh, book in um, GD2? No, GD3. For me? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Am I forgetting my own? The Nikes book. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. The lyric book. Frank Ocean, you're my guy, man. I love you. I love you. <laughs> That's my guy, man. No no Frank slander here. So we look forward to the next album of his. Yes, whenever he feels like dropping it. Whether it's full of truths or full of lies. <laughs> full of lies. <laughs> or somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. We will enjoy all of that. Because I'm pretty sure it will sound cool. It would sound cool when you put those words together and they'll, mm, and I'll buy both of it. <laughs> and when you sing and you rap. Mm, I love it. But yes, once again, boys and girls, children of all ages, this has been the Thanks for the Convo podcast. Mm. 
And this is the legit sidekick Jahi signing out in the place to be. North of the Springs of Equipment. Doing our thing. Doing my thing. Talking in a D voice. Talking in a D voice. It's not quite pop, but I think it gets the job done. <laughs> Here to the sound waves. Into the MP3. <laughs> in the wave file. <laughs> oh, Kicking it to my fucking guy. Donald aka Baby Leo. Role model. Regular guy. And before we sign out. We don't know the exact specifications. Yes. yes. I don't know why it took me eight more seconds to pronounce that word. Yes. Uh, what's happening, but in all seriousness, Naya Rivera. Uh, we don't know what's happening right now, but if you have passed, rest in peace. If you're still alive, we hope that you're found and some form of safety. Real Se- quick. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, arrest the motherfuckers that killed Breonna Taylor. Yes, finally, please. Just let that drop there. Leave that there for y'all motherfuckers. And sorry to end on a harsh note, but it's harsh times. And if you would like to find the show on Instagram, thanks for the convo. All the links are added on the description, whether you find it on Apple or Spotify or Podbean. Bang, bang. You know, just type it in. But bang. thanks. Remember that it's spelled THNX. Why? Because we wanted to. So take it back to the aim days. <laughs> <laughs> so to my nearest and my dearest, myself and my co-hosts, we are out. So long. Farewell. Good night. Moi. So long. Bang. Hold I think up. I said it right. What? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I like it. I don't care. Either way.